I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. Welcome new and returning listeners to another episode of Nice, Naughty and 40. We started this Black History Month by celebrating Black movies that have influenced us. So, of course, we must talk about something that makes us nod our heads, Mm -hmm. sway our hips, and tap our feet. (laughs) Music. (laughs) I absolutely love music. But before, before we get into that, please make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Yes. We everywhere. <laughs> and if you didn't listen to our movie episode, be sure to check that out along with many others that we're sure you'll enjoy. Yes. You know I love music, Tanya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mention it as part of um, what gets me pumped during you know our workouts. Yes. Well, my workouts. <laughs> and um, it even counts in my mood, mm-hmm. you know. So what did you have in mind for this conversation, actually? Well, you know, I was thinking that Blacks have made such a major impact on countless music genres, even ones people may not consider to be so-called black music, you know? Yeah. Um, But I don't foresee us tackling every aspect, so I was thinking we could focus on our experiences and how it influenced us over the years. Is that cool? Oh, okay, yeah, sure, that's cool. Um, Okay, so where should we start? Okay, you know, I was thinking, how about we start with our childhoods and exposure to black music and black artists. So, you know, this could be R&B, rap, blues, jazz, or, you know, any genre for that matter. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so do you remember some of your first experiences? Hmm. Woo, like memories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know what? This, this is a good one. Wow. Um, some of my first experiences with music actually revolves around my mom. Mm-hmm. Like I could tell how she was feeling from what she was playing. Like, I know you all grew up with that Saturday morning when they started blasting Luther. Yes. Like, yes. My mom loved Luther too. <laughs> Man, we got to get up and clean. Like when they start, <laughs> you start smelling the pine saw. But it's like, if she was down, like, you know, like it's certain songs like, uh, the phonics, mm-hmm. things like that. Like she would listen to mm-hmm. But I remember the stereo, every household, every black household had a stereo and it would be on 24-7. Yes. I don't think they ever turned it off. Like it was just part of the furniture and (laughs) it just was never turned off. (laughs) You better not touch it either. I don't know if if you had that rule. Do not touch the... (laughs) No, we we didn't lean on it. (laughs) Actually, and this is so... My cousin, I remember he, the speaker, you know, like if you pushed it or whatever, Mm -hmm. You can actually push and it would go. Yes, the little dent. Yes, broke it. Yeah, he broke it, and we tried to hide that. Like they never noticed it. Mm -hmm. I'm telling now, but yeah, my cousin Tyrese actually poked a hole in um, (laughs) stereo, (laughs) but it was so low to the ground she didn't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, my mom she exposed me to all kinds of music. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And it's like, it's funny. I still remember. I think I fell in love with music um, after seeing the movie Purple Rain. Mm, Purple Rain. Just like. Classic. Yes. When he did Baby, I'm a Star and I Would Die for You. Oh, my goodness. Like I think every every girl and maybe even uh, some guys thought that he was singing to them. (laughs) Yes. It just like went through my veins. Like, it's just like, oh, my God. Every instrument, like you just hype your it's just in your body. Like, yes. it was awesome. You know, um, like, I mean, uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, Let's Groove. You remember that? Let's Groove. Yes. Shining Star. Um, so many bands, like, from back in the day. Like, man, my love for music goes way back to, like, my early childhood. Mm. You know, I noticed, like, music influenced me. Um, you know, it strongly influenced my mood. You know, even, like, uh, as you're getting older, you know, um, and then it's funny. You ever had that feeling like if you're listening to an old song, you can remember like what you were doing. Absolutely. Like, you know, like Absolutely. And, yes. like just those things, like you can connect to it. It's mm-hmm. like memories, good times, you know, good times. <laughs> yes. exactly. There's certain songs associated with breakups. Oh, girl. <laughs> you remember that song? <laughs> that song, come on the radio. I remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's Mary J. Blige. Yes. Uh, my life. Oh, yes. Girl. Yes. My life. Mm. <laughs> what girl can't relate to that? But um, some teenage years, Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and my favorite hip hop, well, my rap group, my favorite rap group ever, A Tribe Called Quest. Oh, yes. Help yes, me do yes, some yes. trying times. Yes, like, ninth grade. I listened to them woo. like constantly on repeat. And that, yes. you're talking back in the day when you had the tape deck. And so, the tape, you had to rewind you, you it. You thought you were, no, you thought you were doing something when you had the one that all automatically clicked and went to the other side without you having to take it oh, out yeah. the deck. Yes. And the shock proof, if you drop it, it won't yes. be. Um, oh, Low girl. Wind Theory, absolute classic. Oh, Anyone who's yes. listening to this podcast, if you haven't ever heard Low Wind Theory, please check that out. Something's wrong with them <laughs> if they didn't hear that. They had to. Like, that helped. I think that they held every teenager's hand yes. through certain phases with that album. Yes. Um, you know, and then it's like, it's funny, like you say, I would listen to the same song over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I still do it to this day. Like I, I can listen to one song on repeat, but now it's just easy because you just hit, you know, with my phone, I play it on Apple mm-hmm. Music, I hit repeat, whatever I want to hear. It's not the same like with the disc man or mm-hmm. <laughs> or our tape. Yeah, rewind. Remember, oh, and if you rewind it too much, do you remember how the tape would come out? Yo, you <laughs> or when you're trying to record the song on the radio because you oh. know you can't afford to get you can't afford to purchase the tape, right? Yes. So you try and get it on the radio. Girl. And you, you don't want to get the disc jockey talking yes. in the beginning and you don't want to get them at the end. You try your yes. best to make sure you press hurry up, hurry up, press record. <laughs> Oh, I remember that. <laughs> what about you, Tanya? You know, I, I love R&B, too. And certainly, uh, like a lot of the artists that you mentioned, I think, you know, Mary J. Blige, mm. she, I, I definitely loved her because mm-hmm. of that hip hop element. You know, like yes. for me, like some of my fondest childhood memories revolve around rap music, hip hop from when I was younger, you know, I mean, it's Anonymous. like... Yes. <laughs> you can tell me yes. my best friend was the flyest MC in Philly. 
<laughs> those were good those were good times they really because it's like i remember like when i first heard run dmc and i was so excited you know i remember we used to jump rope to my adidas and i knew it word for word you know and i still do like my uh, and I remember it's like even if I couldn't jump double dutch they would say bring Tanya over so she could rap the song for us <laughs> so, yes you know so I remember that and like I remember like every year you know and I mean I think this is something that's in every household possibly you know like if you celebrate Christmas or if you celebrate Easter where you gotta wear the nice dress and stuff like and so I remember my sister and I we had to wear these the frou-frou dresses and all uh and I mean don't get me wrong I like wearing those dresses sometimes but Mm -hmm. I remember this one year my mom she she brought us Adidas sweatsuits and I had a Todd Mm -hmm. one one also you know like LL Cool J yeah I had the one where you could zip off the sleeves right Are you showing off? (laughs) But I remember being so excited. And it's like, uh, my sister had one, I had one, and even my little brother who had one too. Mm -hmm. And I felt like a little rapper, you know? (laughs) It's like, and it got me so, I mean, this was like, you know, we're talking what, like third grade or so. And that's when I really started getting heavy into rap for years, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's like, I'll never forget my mom, she let us stay up to watch the Academy Awards. That's when you, you know, you either had to, and there was no DVD, you know, no. or DVR no. or anything. You had, it was VCR or people had like the beta. <laughs> we oh thought we were God. doing something. We yeah. had VCR. <laughs> like, mommy, can you record it for us? Yeah. She's like, I'll let you guys stay up to watch it. And Because they're like, Ron DMC is going to be on here. I'll never forget. My mom used to call him Ron DMC. <laughs> like, Ron DMC. <laughs> like, Ron DMC. <laughs> and oh I remember they performed Walk This Way. I mean, and, and this is not, no disrespect, but I had no idea who the other guy was, <laughs> like <laughs> Steve Tyler from Aerosmith. Yeah. I know who he is now, obviously, yeah. but when I was younger, I mean, I thought he was cool because he was with them. <laughs> I didn't realize that the song was his song and that he they were really on did. the song rapping. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was their song. <laughs> and, but it's like, you know, I couldn't believe these rappers. I mean... Even when I was younger, I knew, like, especially when we, we, you know, we went to a school where we were the minority. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. wow, these black guys, they look like me. And they're on stage rapping and they're getting praise with this entire audience cheering them on. It's like, wow, these guys, they're my heroes. This is awesome, you know. (laughs) Uh, And I remember when Salt and Pepper came on the scene. And it's it's weird because I always, I mean, even though people would pair them with Kid and Play, I always paired Mm -hmm. them with Run DMC. Just oh, because really? they had similar album, co- like the first album covers, like with the uh, Raisin Hell album color, they did like kind of like that, um, where they had the different colors going on, uh, and uh, like with the tri-color system, and then Salt and Pepper did the same thing with their album covers. So mm-hmm. even though I paired uh, them with Kid and Play, I always looked at them as like the Run DMC. Because oh. they paved the way for women. Yeah. And yeah. so Run DMC paved the way all together for rappers to me. Uh, but then Salt and Pepper paved the way for women. And I mean, even though there were other women out there, those were the ones I really gra- 
gravitated towards, you know. It's like I wanted to be like them. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, they're pretty, they're confident, they're holding their own in a room full of MC, male MCs. Mm. And I'm like, wow, they're awesome. I remember yes. my, my grandma, she had a family daycare and one of the ladies uh, who would drop off her son, she I'll never forget, she looked like Salt from Salt and Pepper. And I remember my sister Hunter like, look, and she had her head shaved on the side. I was like, she's so cool. <laughs> and so, but we used to, we always used to say, you look like Salt from Salt and Pepper. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's like that stuff stays with you, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. It's like the funny part is that. You know, I was, I mean, we both were rather young when, you know, that song Push It came out. I had no idea what the song meant, but I loved that song. And I remember, push it real good. It's funny <laughs> like, that you said that. And I'm like, you know, and I'm like, push it. I, I did not know what was being pushed. But yeah, I looked at it as like you're pumping it up at a party. <laughs> and you no, know, seriously, that's what I thought when I was younger. I mean, we can talk about so many songs where I had absolutely no idea what yeah. they meant. No, you know, I was just talking to my cousins about that, and I got in trouble with my grandmom for doing push it real. Like I didn't know. I was thinking. Well, see, now you know. probably are gyrating and doing all the other yeah, stuff they did in the know. video. But you know that was back in the day where you didn't even get to see the video unless you had cable. You, you not. I mean, it wasn't full cable. It was like you had to just have like what is it? MTV. Uh, yeah, yeah. You had yeah. to have so, you know one of the. We didn't have it, so I, no, I, I didn't get to I see the video, video. So I wasn't you know doing all of what was going. On. I don't think I saw the video. I just was singing. I would just see them in the, you know, right on, Ma- you remember, right on magazine yes. and word up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She surely popped me across my lips like, stop singing that song here. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like, you know, these songs and like rap music. And I remember as I got older, I had like every song in my arsenal, like that contained any and everything. And it's like, I felt like I got exposed to so much, you know, similar to how movies do, you know, it gives yeah. you these little snapshots of what's going on and, it, yeah. and like for me it's like I struggled to be cool and I remember I used to write poetry in first mm-hmm. grade like even you know and and when I made that transition and getting heavy into uh, rap by the time I got in third grade and I was like wow you know rap is cool so I, I, you know I'm not going to do as much poetry and I found a genre that would embrace me you know mm-hmm. and it was cool because hey I've got an extensive vocabulary and I can do <laughs> wordplay and yeah. people aren't calling me a nerd. They're like, hey, yo, you know, she, she got a little flow. And so I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, you know, it's like also just considering the dark places, you know, I've occasionally mm-hmm. found myself with, you know, not loving myself, feeling like yeah. a nerd. It's like, you know, maybe having, you know, you as a friend and maybe a couple others. <laughs> I mean, it's like, no, seriously, it's like rap music. And there's so many artists that, mm-hmm. I mean, if I had an opportunity to sit with them I mean they probably don't even realize how they've saved so many people's lives just by people oh, just yeah. playing their songs when they're yep. in the trenches you know going through mm-hmm. some stuff I mean people often associate that with R&B but I feel like a lot of rap songs did that for me because yes. it gave me something you know to strive for and it mm-hmm. made me feel cool you know yep. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, yes. yeah I, would, I would close my <laughs> eyes and envision myself you know like I mean I really loved when I was doing stuff on stage and things like that it made me feel more confident yeah. uh, you know and not only that but just even listening to certain songs it helped me to embrace activism 
uh, and like, you know, like with Public Enemy and all. And it's like I learned, I mean, even though I was never about that life, I learned about gangster lifestyles and I never was like someone who tried to be something I wasn't, but I mm-hmm. felt like it allowed me to get some type of exposure to these lifestyles and to, I mean, obviously you get lessons from your parents and other authority figures, but you'd be amazed at how much you can learn from certain rap songs. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I felt like I was the type of child in, in, especially, you know, in my teenage years where I was able to be discerning and not everyone is able to be discerning, but I could listen mm-hmm. to songs. Like I'll never forget Red Man's song, How to Roll a Blunt. I never smoked weed before, but mm-hmm. I felt like that song was very, <laughs> I'm like, wow, this, this is an excellent example of a process essay. <laughs> like, you know, wow, it's so thorough. Like, I mean, I learned so, so much from some of these songs and like wow you know sex drugs money i mean yeah Yeah. i mean on one hand i can see where some people are coming from where they're like it's just explicit and it's this and that but at Mm -hmm. the same time someone who you know i mean yeah someone who's impressionable who's trying to live that life that's one thing but for me i i felt like it was able to uh get me outside of my box and not make me become that but make me find well who am i in this mix of all these different people yeah because when you to get on the stage you turn into a different person yeah yeah <laughs> and then you come back off and you'll be back to tanya like <laughs> so i'm like anonymous when anonymous is performing like i still remember you had that uh green safari jacket yeah the, i always thought that coat is cool remember that yes coat was yes yes my camouflage yeah yes, like, you about to go to war i'm like yeah that's my best friend that's my best friend <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Tanya, Hmm. the power of music, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) I guess we already know the answer to the next question, but I'll ask it anyway. What genre or era of music do you miss? Well, (laughs) admittedly, I would say the golden age of hip hop, you know, that that sweet spot, you know, between like when we talking like the late 80s going into like the 90s, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, that time period for me is so many artists with variations in their style and everybody was cool, you know, when I say cool, not necessarily cool with each other, but you get like all of these different artists simultaneously Mm -hmm. and they were to me. Most of them were authentic, you know, like you already mentioned mm-hmm. a tribe called Quest, you know, we got yeah. LL Cool J, yes. uh, like NWA, Ice Cube, yes. Public Enemy, Eric B and Rakim. I mean, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many I could name, but <laughs> it's, Mm-mm. you know, I will say that another genre sometimes referred to as alternative R&B, <laughs> you know, I don't know how I got that. But anyway, um, it truly, you know, to me is like the best is you know if you're in a mellow mood or romantic mood neo soul music oh, yeah you know, i miss neo soul it's still around um not as pre- i mean it's not as prevalent it's on the airwaves yeah yeah. You know, um, and it's like to me, it's once more goes back to that authenticity of the artist that mm-hmm. um, even if they did not have control, they are perceived as being in control of their creativity. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know, Erica Badu. Well, I think she certainly was in control and still is. Yeah, she is. She's doing her own thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or she's yeah. not doing it at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Maxwell, Jill ah. Scott, you know, India Reed. I mean, it's like, I, I feel like a lot of these artists, they are unwavering in a sense where they 
they might evolve as artists, but they still are true to themselves, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. You know, um, D'Angelo, you know, he went through some things, but still, <laughs> you know? Um, Dwelle, I, I mean, I'm not sure if you're a, a Dwelle listener. Oh, I girl, yes. Love Dwelle. I mean, it is crazy how some of these artists, I mean, and this is not to talk bad about Dwelle. He's not my type. But when I listen to him sing, I'm like, ooh. Dwelle <laughs> reminds me, like, he's that nerdy guy that yeah. was cool. Yeah. Yes. And that was, and that's like, yeah. that's why, I, and that's like, that's me, you know. I was the mm-hmm. nerdy girl, but at the same time, hey, I could be cool. You yeah, know? you just so. cool, yeah. That was him. Like, yeah. I was, yes, real mm-hmm. smooth. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I love that mellow, laid back, I'm just too cool, yet I'm dropping wisdom through my music oh, sound. Yeah. I mean, for real, you know. You I like think that, yeah. I mean, I love that sound. It's like, mm, wow, I think I need to listen to some of them after our podcast. <laughs> I, I got, you know, I already got my playlist, you know, it's, and it's called Neo Soul Playlist. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm guessing that's probably why I love the movie Love Jones, like I was talking about when we were getting into black films. Yeah. Because it has a nice balance of that Neo Soul music uh, throughout the entire movie, you know. Mm-hmm. How about you, Michelle? Mm, I miss the real hip hop, like you, like Mm -hmm. just the real hip hop, the real act of storytelling. Um, Like, you know, we used to be able to connect with the songs, maybe daydream, like you said, like you, you put your headphones on and you are that rapper or or that even in my mind, I was that cool drug dealer. That's like, yeah, yeah. You know, like living this other life that you would never live. You were mob deep. (laughs) (laughs) You were Nas. I got the gun under the seat in the car. <laughs> but not in real life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just fantasize about being in the video or even being the character, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's different now. I don't know what the kids are listening to now. I can't even understand it. But I'm not judging. We kind of had that with our parents. Yeah. It's like, they're like, what is they saying? And mm-hmm. then, you know, so it's just the, it, it, just the circle keep going. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I can't understand those kids. And that that actually goes to the question I was going to ask you, you know, about the the music that's out right now and the direction in which it's headed. What do you think about that? Yeesh. <laughs> um. So I I only know a few songs. Okay. You know, um, You're better than me. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a few songs that I like, you okay. know, and um. But I mostly listen to my old school. Kids call it old school. Anything like before 2015, they could refer to as old school. Really? I'm like, yeah. Wow. I'm like that is not old school. I guess like, that's technology know. for you. That like you know the next computer next month yeah. it's not the hottest thing anymore so people yeah. with songs you only got like a very short you know shelf yeah. life now exactly mm-hmm. like you know but i do like future okay um 21 savage you'll have to tell me who uh, i know who future is i don't know who you, 21 savage uh, <laughs> sorry like, listeners you'll like 21 <laughs> savage oh my gosh he is it's it's He's decent and he's okay. a storyteller. Um, Dave East, his sexy ass. Okay, I'll have to look him up too. I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, <laughs> Dave East. This you'll is like bad. Him that's, too. A, that's a shame. I'll send you some yeah. songs, okay. but he he can get one of my paychecks. Mm-mm. Okay, he looked good. Mm-mm. Yeah, I would share a paycheck with him. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like the 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 great thing is like uh, R and B is still relatable. Okay, it's younger. You know, of course, it's younger and it's different different situations like mm-hmm. I, I i didn't like that that song about um you on the weekend you're with me 
<laughs> I forget the girl SZA. I think her name is. Okay, I've There's heard of her. I've heard of her. Monday through Friday, you with your woman, but on the weekend, you're mine. Mm. So it's just like that's eh, R and B. But it's some young ones I like, like uh, Kilani. Okay. Um, her. I've heard of her. Yes, I love her and um, Snow um, Aguilar, Ag- Allegra, Allegra, Allegra. Yes, <laughs> I think but, I, yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah, like they're good. <laughs> like they're they, you know the newer mm-hmm. R and B um, so songstress, but you know I think it's still like going in the right direction. Yeah, what about yeah, I you? don't know. I mean, I think that. Or at least, and I have to say that some of the artists I haven't listened to, as you have heard me say, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that we have this hybrid R&B sound now where it's like rap meets R&B, not rap meets R&B because it's not rap, mm-hmm. but it's forgive me for saying this but it's like raunchy meets r&b it's like double rb because it's like i remember there once was a time in r&b songs where they kept it classy and they wouldn't uh, say certain things and now they're no. saying that you know Tanya. they'll say what they'll say that Jodeci. Jodeci was like Jodeci, Jodeci was already raunchy with certain things <laughs> and so like people kind of and they knew that and I mean it's I remember watching a documentary I remember watching a documentary about them and yeah. I have to say that there there's songs that were like coming from that direction yeah. I didn't feel comfortable listening to them like really? and, like I like you know them. you you know you got the song playing you know you got your mom or whoever in the car and you're like like, like you that. know like you know most times like R and B like I could play it safe unless it's a song that is out and out about sex but other than that yeah. you know but, but I, yeah like a lot of R and B songs they they don't you know hold back they say like the yeah. F word the S word the whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Dag, you know, there there once was a time you didn't have to have an explicit label on R and B, and now, you know, well, yeah, I still think about the Jodeci. I remember when they yeah. first cussed, and I was like, oh, they cussed. I liked it. I, I liked it. <laughs> you know, I like it. Like, you like it. <laughs> with the young girls cussing them. Go ahead and cuss. It's nice when you're singing a note and you cuss. <laughs> well, I guess I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it has to seem like it's necessary. Like yeah. there's certain Usher songs where he'll say the N word, and I'm mm-hmm. like, it's unnecessary. I mean, like when they're like, I forget. I won't say what song it is, uh, but I remember, and I'm like, it's part of the hook, and I'm okay. like, it's uh, totally ah. unnecessary because if you listen to just a regular song, it's you know, I mean, when I say the regular, I mean the radio song. They don't have it in there, obviously. And I'm like, wow, that is totally unnecessary. Oh, I don't and remember so, that. I, um, what was it? Don't leave your girl around me, true player, for real. Like, he doesn't, oh. he says, ask my, for real. Oh. You know, that's the song. Yeah. And so oh. I'm like, that was totally unnecessary <laughs> because he doesn't say it in the radio clean version. Yeah. I mean, I guess he felt that he needed to put it in there. But, I mean, we're, we're you know, we're diverting, but... <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, music does that to you. Yeah. But, I mean, like, for me, I had to say, though, um, I'm definitely, I've already displayed that by my uh, my rant that I'm at the 40-year-old mindset. <laughs> you know that phrase? Music that's out now, it just doesn't have any substance. It's just a bunch of noise. <laughs> but I had to say, if I'm honest... I don't go out of my way to listen to a lot of music that's out now. Like, so as you were saying, certain artists, you know, I, I, I guess the issue is, I mean, I have serious sex in, but oftentimes when I'm in the car, I'm 
in the I mean I'm not in the car that frequently now with the restrictions but when I'm yeah. in there it's usually with my daughter unless I'm going to kickboxing uh-huh. so I usually have on kids bop kids so I don't hear certain oh. songs yeah. so then when I am by myself it's usually I'm on an R&B station if I listen to a rap station I'm listening to the old school rap station you gotta so listen I, to the new one so you yeah, get a cussing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, when you in the yeah. car by yourself okay I'm gonna try <laughs> But so, but I mean, it's like, you know, since I don't go out my way to listen, I don't mm-hmm. think it would be fair of me to say that, you know, like all R&B, the new stuff or all new rap stuff is horrible mm-hmm. because, you know, in all fairness, like you were saying yourself, the music of our time, you know, I mean, some people might say the same thing about our music, yeah. uh, say that it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, but for me, I feel like... Uh, you know the music of our time has gotten me through some rough times and Mm -hmm. so it has more meaning it's more meaningful for me and that's probably why I just gravitate towards it more immediately but I will say you know that some of what I've heard gives me pause Mm -hmm. sometimes in a bad way where I'm like oh gosh and I immediately (laughs) turn the station Um, and then occasionally in a good way where I'm like huh like this song you know (laughs) and so um you know i i do try to get myself out there a smidge more i think Mm -hmm. the issue for me is that it seems like artists they don't have extensive vocabulary or the gift of wordplay it doesn't seem as they don't as a lot of rapper to a lot of rappers now and Uh so i guess that to me it's uh it's disheartening because it's like well dag you know that used to be the thing like you, you know you were looked at as this person who possesses wisdom and you're about think, to bestow that and you're going to beat somebody in a battle or something I cipher. think it's like the creative <laughs> control though they yeah. don't have the creative control mm-hmm. so yeah. a lot of times you know how they say it's the man that's trying to dumb down mm-hmm. you know our generations but that's a yeah. whole other podcast about yeah. them trying to dumbers down yeah because i mean we got i mean we have artists out there like i i mean i listen to a lot of uh kendrick lamar and i listen i listen yeah. to you know uh jay cole so mm-hmm. i mean there's artists oh, out there I that i still listen boys. to and i feel like hey they're able to do their thing and they i mean i guess independent they, though yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah, i guess they so, kind of you know yeah, but i mean i feel like the same thing with r&b mm-hmm. that the beautiful singing voice and heartfelt lyrics it seemed mm-hmm. to be more prevalent back then but like mm-hmm. i said i'm sure people older than us would say the same thing about what we consider to be good music and say well no that's not good music what we listen to you know, yeah. I know this is, is getting off the topic a little bit but I just want to mention it is that I just saw a video a little snippet of Rick, uh, Rick Ross I think yeah and I said it's funny how the colorism thing is still on it's still going on where it was a dark-skinned girl she sang no it was a light-skinned girl that sang a song she had she was cute you know a nice body but she could not sing and then, you know, she get up there, she sings a song, but then a dark skinned girl get up there. She's cute. She's just dark and, you know, skinny. She sings it and they're like, oh, she sound, she belted it out and sound amazing. And he's like, oh, no, that's not the right song for you. Like, we just got to find a. a uh, was it some type of show or something? Yeah, or? it was like a show. You know how they have those shows like the um, uh, American Idol, things like mm-hmm. that, but it's like a hip hop type one. Well, I wouldn't take, I mean, yeah, this isn't but, just. I don't listen to a lot of Rick Ross. I mean, some of his yeah. stuff, but he's another story. Uh, I was saying, you see how dark he is? 
you want to play the dark girl like that? <laughs> well, I was looking at it more so bitch. as he he um, took someone else's identity. And hmm. he, to me, I mean, I would look, if he was around during the golden age of hip hop, he probably would have been uh, outed for not, for perpetrating, basically, mm. who he really is. Uh-huh. But that's yeah. another story. Yeah, that's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to get shut down. <laughs> Let's get back on that. Let's get back on topic. Oh goodness, <laughs> this is so good, Tanya. Oh my gosh, um, everything we talk about makes a lot of sense. You know, um, I love talking about music, yeah. and I'm definitely going to listen to to some of the artists today. Like, I I got to, you know, brought it up. Like, um, it was somebody you mentioned um, that I didn't know about. Um, We'll talk about it offline. Mm-hmm. But um, to our listeners, we hope you'll share some of the stories of favorite artists that you have with us, too. Um, but for now, or, well, yeah, but for now, it's time for, I guess, yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> Just look at the time. It's time for our motivational quote. So um, as you can see earlier, I didn't mention Beyonce. I'm not saying I don't love B. So Beehive, do not swarm my social media. I'm not talking about Beyonce. It's just that Beyonce is more of a movement or a mood. Like you have to be in a certain mood, you know, or working out or something to listen to her because she's an entertainer and brings the energy. But I found a quote by her and I actually really liked it. And I'm not saying that she's not smart or something. I don't know why it's coming out like that. But I found a quote that I, I really like by impression. her. Okay. All right. But yeah, I love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Okay, Beehive. (laughs) But the quote is, if everything was perfect, you would never learn and you would never grow. I like Mm -hmm. that. Like, if everything was perfect, you would never learn and you would never grow. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's true. Like, I really like this quote. Um, And it takes the extra pressure off of yourself. Like, live your life and be unafraid of, like, making mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's going to be a... uh, a lesson like you learn from it or either you'll grow from it so you know you might have some bumps and bruises but learn and grow you know what do you think tanya you know this quote it really speaks to me especially as a person who often strives for perfection i kind of thought about you yes in all aspects (laughs) of my life (laughs) i thought about you with this yes yes you know (laughs) and and watching some of her documentaries specifically homecoming i'm not sure if you watched homecoming yes i did i watched everything she got you know uh and it's like I feel like I have a deeper grasp on where she's coming from with this quote as a result of watching it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like, of course, you know, striving to do our best and to be our best is ideal, Mm -hmm. but we're all imperfectly perfect. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the mistakes, the shortcomings, the flaws, Mm -hmm. There would allow us not only to learn and grow, but to remain humble. And that was something yes. I really loved about her when I watched yeah. that. Like to remain humble mm-hmm. as we hone our skills, you yeah. know. Uh, and yeah. it's like when we lack perfection in something, it gives us an opportunity to be creative, to think yeah. outside of the box, mm-hmm. or to realize there's more than one way to do something, you know. Um, message yes you know (laughs) some of our greatest achievements they surface out of those imperfect moments in our lives that is so true let's close with that (laughs) 
Until next time. Whatever you do. Live your best life. By loving yourself.